Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing? Hope you had a hope you had a I was gonna say a fantastic weekend, but that's like tall orders in this this time. Just hope your weekend was satisfying and not dissatisfying. How about that? That's as much as you can ask for. Even if you just flatlined right in the middle, maybe you're like, eh, that was what I wanted. Sat on the couch all day. I don't know what I did. I'm trying to think of what I did. I'm trying to find a spot for this hat, to be honest. There's no spots on my desk for anything. Well, happy Monday. What a what a fantastic Monday. It's all right. I got no... Uh, I need another sip of coffee. I got no real thoughts on this Monday morning. Still doing the hazelnut coffee over here in our household. All right, let's see. I got the schedule for John Boy Media today. We have... Talking Baseball has an episode out with uh, special guest Tim Melville, pitcher for the Colorado Rockies. And let me let me tell you guys, the fucking conversation we had with him was wild. Off the rails. I mean, Tim knows who we are, is a funny guy, knows that we kind of don't take ourselves seriously. We kind of dived right into that world. We talked maybe... A little bit about baseball for about two seconds. And then we talked about a lot of other stuff for a long time. But that was a ton of fun. Talking Giants. I don't even know if Talking Giants specifically has something out today. But they crushed draft weekend. Uh, The whole crew just did absolutely amazing stuff. So they definitely have shows out to listen to if you're trying to catch up on the draft. Speaking of, Talking Sports, Jake, Bobby, and more just general football draft review. They put out a draft recap episode today. John Boy and Jake TV episode today is watching Baggage. A lot of fun. A girl that thought she was really cute, but Jake and I thought that she thought she was too cute. She thought she was cuter than she was. And then watching baseball today is the 2009 World Series. Yanks won that one. It was a really, really, really good time. The weather in McCool, Missouri is 53 degrees and sunny. McCool, Missouri. Not a bad name of a place. McCool, Missouri was named after James F. McCool. James fucking McCool. James F. McCool. Kind of a great name. Oh, not Missouri, Mississippi. My fucking bad. Nice nice weather there. 8 a.m., sunny, 53. I'll take it. I like that shit. Cool town name. Gail Henley is the baseball player of today. Gail Henley. His nickname was the Blonde Belter, and they gave him that in spring training. The reporters gave him that in spring training. So back then, if a reporter gave you a nickname, that usually meant they thought you were going to be on the team and shit. So that was a big deal that he got the nickname, the Blonde Belter. Gail Henley, it's kind of a shitty story. Well, first, he was like a football player that got recruited for football, but then he wanted to play baseball instead. When Willie Mays get draft, got drafted into the Army, the Giants knew he, that they were going to lose Willie Mays for two years, and they knew when. He wasn't leaving until May. 
So they needed a backup plan for that season. Like Willie was going to start the season in center field for the Giants. So the Giants had Gail Henley in the minor leagues. They put him on the opening day roster and said, listen, you're going to be our guy when Willie Mays goes down. Opening day gets rained out, so Gail never makes his debut. Then Branch Rickey, or not Branch Rickey, um, the Giants call Gail Henley into the office and say, actually, you know what? We don't want you to get cold on the bench. You're going to replace Willie Mays, but we need to send you to one of our farm teams. You can choose. We don't even care where you go. You choose. So he chose, it was like Minneapolis or Tulsa. He went to Tulsa. The back Then the backup that they were using in center field starts hitting really well. They ditch their promise to Gale. He does not come up when Willie Mays goes to the war, but he rakes in the minor leagues. So, so they, they um, trade him, and they knew that Branch Rickey wanted this dude. Branch Rickey wanted the blonde belter. So the Reds had been trying to trade with the with, – um, the Reds had been trying to trade with the Pirates. Pirates wouldn't do it. But the Reds knew how much he wanted Gail Henley. So the Reds went and traded for Gail Henley and then flipped him to the Pirates and got their guy. So Branch Rickey was all excited to get uh, Gail Henley, the blonde belter. He he goes to the minor leagues. He comes up at 22 years old um, and makes his debut. Hits really well. His first big league hit was a home run off of the Giants, the team that traded him. So that probably felt good. Played so well, played so hard. His M.O. was like he played as hard as fucking possible. Uh, at one point, he dove headfirst into the outfield wall and got such a bad injury that he was knocked out conscious and his eye and his forehead were bleeding like a geyser. And that's him all bang, banged up there. So he got so injured, got probably got like a concussion, probably got fucking so injured. Um, he goes on to the DL, but Branch was bragging about him. He was like, you see how hard he ran? He's the best ever. Uh, and then what, the team went on a road trip, and he stayed back because he was injured. And when the team, him and the other guys on the DL went out drinking and got drinks at the bar, and then the newspapers took pictures because he had the bandage up and they wrote stories. That was basically the end of his entire career. Branch Rickey got so mad at him that he sent him down to the minor leagues, never called him back up. And then and then the Pirates like had a, a Mexican League team that was part of their minor league systems, and they sent he sent Gail Henley down there. And that coach was like, Hey, this guy's really good. You should probably call him up and help you. But Branch Rickey had him on a shit list forever. And that's I mean that that's like the end of his story. He goes on to become a coach and then a scout for the Dodgers for a long time. His stats in the minor league were really good. His his stats from his 14 games in the bigs are pretty good. Home run, double, nine hits. I mean, his minor league career numbers are... He had a 300 batting average, 274 batting average. Uh... They don't really have the minor league numbers, but he was good. But he went out partying when he was on the DL, and Branch Rickey never gave him another shot and kind of blackballed him from baseball. So that fucking sucks. Blonde Belter, a nickname gone to waste, because Branch Rick Branch Rickey. Um, what else was I gonna do? Gail Henley. Now you guys know who that is. Go tell your friends. 
finally you finally heard about the infamous Gail Henley. Um, oh, book today. Got a got a fun story for you from this book. If anyone likes like Wild West or you're interested in it, this is a great starter book. I actually really like Tom Clavin. He writes baseball books too. I like I'm reading a Tom Clavin book right now. I like him. Um check out this story about Wyatt Earp and Bat Masterson. So Wyatt Earp, I don't know if you guys know Wyatt Earp as you probably should. Bat Masterson, they ruled, they were the sheriffs of Dodge City. Got to get the fuck out of Dodge. That's where that comes from. Dodge was Dodge City, Kansas. When you went west, it was like the gate to fucking west. So a lot of guys, and it was right on all, all of the, the cow trails and stuff like that. And it became like the biggest outfit for gambling and shit like that. So anyway. People found out that Wyatt and Bat Hat were badasses and they were like revered sheriffs. So they would just go to Dodge City just to try and be the guy who fought Wyatt Earp or the guy who killed Wyatt Earp. So they were that target in their back. And this is a story from that. I'll read it real quick. It's like one paragraph. Another incident tested Bat's patience. He and Wyatt were confronted by a group of cowboys who wanted to air their grievances and talking with their fists was just fine. A large man hailed by his friends as the champion of Texas, stepped forward. Bat deferred to Wyatt, who removed and handed his gun belt, and the bout began. The cowboy must indeed have been a better boxing, one of the better boxing Texans, because before it was lights out for him, Wyatt was bruised and bloody. So it was a fair, it was a good fight, but Wyatt got him. Wyatt called out to the others, any of you want trouble? Batmaster and stepped in offering to fight next. Like, I got it, Wyatt. I'll take the next guy. And Wyatt refused, even though he's battered and bloodied, say, either I run this town or I don't. Wyatt Earp, badass. Another cowboy steps forward, said, yeah, I'll want trouble. Probably seeing that Wyatt's all bruised and bloodied and, and uh, warmed up for him. Uh, another cowboy did step forward and put up his fists. But in a few moments, the tip of his boots were pointed at the sky. There was no more trouble from this group. What a line. From Tom Clavin. A few moments, but in a few moments, the tips of his boots were pointed at the sky. Anyway, this book's awesome. It's got tons of good stories, like crazy stories. There's a story I was trying to find it because I thought it was funnier for you guys. That this fucking dude, they, they hung him in the... Oh, I have a lot of pages marked here. They hung him in the middle of town. And... uh he, this guy, while he was being hung, he didn't die, but he, he faked death. So just like while being hung <laughs> and then everyone thought he was dead and then he cut himself down and left town. And I was like, what? That's a fucking allowed. That's a possibility. How did that happen? The way I marked up this book is. Bullshit. I'm mad at my last self. The fuck? This is how I flagged it and marked it. It's pissing me off. That's too much. Just find me the, the part where the guy fake died and while he's being hung. Anyway. Hope you guys have a fantastic Monday ahead of you. We are about to record Laughs from the Past. Speaking of... We're doing um, a topic that Tom Clavin wrote a book about, I think. So we're doing that. 
And then Jake and I will be recording a ton of uh, watching baseballs, or maybe not a ton because we have to do it remote because Jake's been hurting. We're going to watch, uh, we're going to do 2010 World Series and probably 2011 World Series. And then I don't know if we are recording any interviews today. Talking Yanks tonight. And that's that. That's the end. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. See you tomorrow. I'll call.